Hello, and welcome to Launch Legends, the only podcast focused exclusively on the stories behind internet marketing's biggest and best launches. Each week, we sit down with an online marketing expert to tell the story of one of their launches, what went well, what didn't, and how much cash they made. And now, your host, Hamad Akbar. Hello and welcome to another episode of Launch Legends. Today we're joined by Ricky of Pixel Graffiti. Ricky's agency has done design work on many of the biggest launches in online marketing space. So he has first-hand experience in how a successful launch should be structured. There's a ton of value Ricky provides in this interview. But before, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, rate and review. If you're listening to this on a podcast, please rate and leave a review. Hey, Ricky, thank you for being on the show. So first of all, let me tell you, man, I love your setup, all the other two screens there, <laughs> uh, and, the, the, and the keyboard. But anyway, um, appreciate it. can you start with telling me how you got into online marketing? Let's begin with that. Um, so we're looking at like, man, I want to say it's been like 12 years now. Uh, I started on the Warrior Forum. I know you've heard of the Warrior Forum. Um, so I got into graphic design about 20 years ago doing a lot of local uh, brick and mortar type of stuff. Um, not so much internet marketing stuff. So then uh, I just, I got into a bind. I got, I basically burned out all my local clients, needed some more work. Um, and I don't remember how I stumbled upon uh, the warrior forum, but basically I found the warrior forum and I found the for hire section and basically saw where people were just kind of posting their portfolios on there. And that's how they were kind of bringing in work. So I just went ahead and I posted a bunch of the stuff that I had designed in the past and Little by little, people started hitting me up, uh, started doing good work for them, and worked my way down up from then. Great. So how long before you actually first started making significant money from Warrior Forum? I'd probably say a good year or two. Um, At the beginning, uh, you kind of have to start with low pricing on there because a lot of people wouldn't come to me unless I had a good set of reviews. Uh, reviews were key on there. Good testimonials, good track record. If you had just one bad review, basically ruined your entire thread and your entire chances of basically getting any work on there. So um, I focused more, not so much on the money making side of it, but more uh, doing good work for the clients. That way they would give me a good testimonial. And on top of that, a referral to somebody else that might need some work or repeat work from that client as well. Well, I mean, that's great. That's a lot of work in the beginning where you're not making that much money, but you're building that second group. Oh. Yeah, I had a lot of a uh, lot of four and five a.m. nights uh, doing that and basically building that up. Um, very shortly into starting that, I probably got, I'd say probably within the first month, I was on the top of the list as far as top designers on the Warrior Forum. Um, my thread blew up. Um, I was getting hit up left and right uh, by different clients at that point, um, and still charging peanuts for the work I was doing. I just I didn't know any better on how much I can actually charge uh, online and, and for the work and services I was providing for my clients. So kind of just kept going with the pricing that I was doing. And I, like I said, I wasn't focusing so much on the money aspect of it at the time. I was more focusing on building my name and my reputation at the time. Great. So your situation is a bit different, where you you are actually behind a lot of the big launches. Uh, a lot of the big guys, they hire yeah. you to do their design. So let's talk about your first launch you did, did with someone or did yourself. Uh, how did that go? Um, man, I can't remember any off the top of my head as far as a name goes. I am behind a lot of different launches and I'm the guy that's behind the scenes. I'm the guy that nobody knows about, nobody hears about. And I think it's mainly because nobody wants to reveal uh, their secret. 
and uh, who their secret uh, designer is that's putting everything together. So I kind of got stuck behind the scenes, which is fine with me. I don't care um, because I still get around and I still get work done. So a lot of times I'll do work for a lot of different clients and they don't even know that I'm doing work for them because I'm, again, I'm the guy behind the scenes and they think I'm their best kept secret uh, for their launch. Um, so as far as an actual launch goes in the beginning, man, there were so many products being pumped out back in the day on, on JV zoo and stuff like that. Um, and I was part of a lot of them. I did a lot of their sales pages. Um, very different from now till then, uh, is that I was doing a lot of the sales page designs full done on Photoshop. And then I was taking that sales page design and I had a developer on staff that was basically slicing the page up for me and building it that way. So it was a lot longer of a process to kind of get a launch going than what it is nowadays, which we can get into a little bit uh, further here now in a bit. How were things differently back then compared to now? The speed on how on how fast I can put a good a good converting uh, sales page together, a good converting funnel together. Um, I, the term funnel wasn't even around back then. Um, that kind of blew up now with the whole click funnels uh, thing. But uh, yeah, definitely the speed. It was a lot longer. Like I said, I would have to design the entire page on Photoshop make sure that was all good, make sure the client did like a final approval on that design and make it very clear to them that once that was the final approval and it went into production, into development, that that's it. The, the changes on the actual graphics are really hard to make and very time consuming. So, uh, you know, on a launch, uh, you kind of have a deadline and a timer ticking and everybody doesn't every time have their stuff uh, in a row and everything's a little kind of a mess. Um, so I had to make it very clear to them, like, we've got to make sure we have these deadlines and you got to make sure you approve these things and they can't go back and be changed. We just don't have the time to do so. Um, as opposed to now, uh, it's a lot quicker to get edits in, uh, last minute, it'll take me two seconds to make a change on a page. Or again, as compared to before, I needed to go back to my developer, hit him up or go into the code myself and go ahead, that, go ahead and, and make some changes there myself, which took a lot longer than kind of just some click drag, uh, drag and drop stuff software that we have right now. It's actually quite funny. I think you were doing all that stuff, you know, a lot more stuff than now, but then I bet you were charging a lot less than what you were charging now, right? I was charging probably an eighth of the price of what I'm charging right now, which is crazy. I was doing a lot more work and I was doing charging a lot less. Yeah, definitely. Um, funny enough, I was rotating a lot more clients back then. Um, I had the wrong mentality at the time. Like I said, I was younger. Um, I just came into the scene and I didn't really know. Um, I didn't really think about it. Like I said, I was mainly focusing on building my reputation at the time. Um, mm -hmm. But I really didn't uh, think about, well, how can I make more money and work less time? Okay. Um, and I do have a little story about that if I can get into that, if that's all right. Okay. So what, what year was that? Was it like 2010, 9, 11 or something? 2008 to 2010. And how big were the launches at that time? They were still doing launches. They were doing two, three hundred thousand on launch. So it was still, it was still really good money back then. Um, for me, I wasn't working on any type of commission or anything, so it didn't bother me based on what I was charging and then seeing how much money my clients were making on the launches. Uh, it was more of a like I felt good on how much money they were making with uh, my designs. Right. So let's talk about one of your more recent launches. I know you've done some great big launches. So just pick any big one and talk about how that went and. So the last launch, and this was recently, this was last week, uh, Smart Video Revolution. Uh, they're a company uh, called uh, Video Remix. So they did a launch back in 2017 was their initial launch in JVZ. I think it did about 670,000 uh, initially. It's a personalized video uh, where basically people can go in, they put that video on their website and say, if you land on that website and you click connect with your Facebook, it automatically takes your name, uh, profile picture, and automatically puts it in different sections of the video depending on how it was set up. Um, so they hired me on 
to set up the funnel for that project that included a front end sales page with initially it was four uh, one time offers. Uh, and then uh, obviously just a standard thank you page on the back end. Uh, but we reduced that to three uh, on-time offers. We combined three and four, um, but they were very long pages. Uh, the initial sales page, we're looking at like four or 5,000 words of copy. So that was like a 35 to 40 word, uh, 30, 35 to 40 page uh, document of copy that I had to design. Um, and same thing with the two, uh, probably OTO one and two were probably just as long. And then OTO three, we kind of, uh, brought it down a little bit. So it was a lot of work to get done that we had to get done in a week. Um, luckily, like I said, compared back then to now, it wasn't such a worry because now I use click funnels. Uh, so using click funnels, uh, I basically, I don't design the entire page in Photoshop right now. What I do is that I open up Photoshop on one side and I open up click funnels on the other side. Um, and I kind of work. In, in conjunction with both, if I need some graphics, I'll jump into Photoshop real quick. I'll bust out the graphics and then I'll import them into ClickFunnels and I'll, I'll go building out the page in ClickFunnels step-by-step as I build the graphics in Photoshop. So I don't need a developer anymore to basically slice up my graphics and, and do those changes. And I bang out the pages in probably a quarter amount of the time. On top of all that, if there's any type of change that needs to be done, it takes me literally two seconds to make that change. Uh, so even during the launch, we have to do stuff like update the coupon, update timer, stuff like that. Um, and you're talking about a three second change on top. If I wasn't around to do it, it was very easy for me to tell either the launch manager, a copywriter, even the JV manager to kind of, Hey, jump in at this time and, and make this change, shoot him a quick two second video and just show him how to do it. Just as long as he can click his mouse, he could basically make the change. So right. it was a lot, lot different, um, than back then, back then I kind of had to stick around for the entire launch and make sure I was available. No, like just in case something happened, something went down or anything like that. So, wow. So, I mean, you've got lots, you've got lots of experience. So just imagine someone's watching this and they're, they're trying to figure out how to do a successful launch. So let's talk about a successful, successful launch sequence from the point where you have a great product and uh, you know, you have to launch it. What would you do? What kind of steps someone needs to take? I'd number one, make sure you have a very good copywriter on your side. Copy is extremely important. Um, not so much uh, because it's the message that's being sold, but as a designer, if I don't have good copy to work with, I cannot make your message uh, be sold properly. It's not going to convert properly. It's not going to sell well. So I need very strong copy to be able to grab that copy and visually display it. Mm -hmm. um, so I would strongly suggest getting uh, a, a very strong copywriter and be a very strong uh, designer to put your offer together. Um, on top of that, if you don't have your funnel laid out already, if you don't have experience uh, in the space, I would strongly suggest some type of consulting from somebody that has done it before um, and kind of tell you uh, basically how to structure your offer and how to structure your funnel. Uh, anywhere from what offers you're going to give on your front end, leading into your uh, different OTOs, uh, price points, uh, stuff like that. Any type of bonuses you want to add, um, other stuff like that. I think that's a great advice. I think uh, a lot of people, they struggle in the beginning because uh, they try to do everything on their own. They probably take a course and then they try to do everything themselves. But right. the whole thing is so much easier if they hire a consultant or right. a mentor who's done that many times before. And he's just exactly. doing it like, couple of days, couple of months, um, right. which might take you a couple of years of like trial and error. So I think that's okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like you said, a lot of people want to do it on their own and I understand budget's a big, a big issue, but even if you want to go cheap, you don't need to go and hire the, the biggest guy, the biggest copywriter, the biggest designer. But if that's not your strong suit, uh, you kind of want to steer away from that. And it's going to cost you a lot more money if you try to do it on your, on your own. 
going to cost you a lot more time, a lot more money, uh, a lot more frustrations, a lot more headaches. And if you just kind of go out and hire somebody that has the talent to be able to put that all together for you, mm-hmm. and you just stick back, man the ship, and tell them what you want want done, and yeah. it'll all get done for you. I think uh, it's not even about the budget. I mean, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. So I was speaking to Joey Bojo yep. on uh, videos, and uh, yep. he was telling me he started in 2013, and he, had, he never had the money. So he just went to Alex Jeffries, and he made a documentary brand because that was – something he was good at and then yeah. uh, Alex Jeffries he liked he liked a uh, documentary so much that he just gave him the coaching for free so there are always different ways to get them mentor on board you just have to offer something uh, which is valuable to them so it's not really about exactly you want it bad enough you'll make it happen right so something I've done a lot uh, this beginning of this year, and it kind of leads into what you just said right now, is offering a lot of free value uh, mm-hmm. on the front end, not coming out the gate and, and pitching a product or pitching a price or if somebody asks me about a funnel design or something like that or for a launch. I, I don't just come out and tell them, hey, it's X amount of dollars. Um, I, I honestly just give them free, solid advice because honestly, after half an hour, an hour of giving them that free, solid advice, they're going to trust you so much that they're just going to pick, pick you up and hire you. Great, great, great. So Ricky, one more thing. Um, so you've been through a bunch of uh, launches. I keep saying that. Yep. Just imagine a scenario where you have a great product, but then a launch for that might do really well, but then you have another great product where the launch for that might not do well at all. So after seeing so many launches, what's the main difference between a great launch and a launch that just doesn't do that well? organization a hundred percent. Um, the product has nothing to do with it. Um, going back to where I said that your copying design is very important. Uh, unless you're organized and you can put everything together, um, it's not going to sell. Right. Um, so I think it's more important to make sure you have an end goal in mind and you make it to that end goal and you hit that deadline because during that time you're putting together JVs, uh, you're getting a lot of your launch copy done. A lot of your stuff that's getting you set up for that launch, that big launch day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, organization is probably the number one thing. If you're not organized, you're never going to make it to that deadline with everything you need to be able to launch properly. And if you can't launch, well, you're not going to make any money. So what's better making a thousand dollars or making $0. You don't have to make a hundred thousand dollar launch, $200,000 launch, but at least make it a successful launch. That way your next launch just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. I think that builds up on uh, what you just said. You need a good mentor or consultant to actually keep right. you accountable as well. He knows how organized you need to be and he'll be there to make sure that. You're not right. just and doing something else. So apart from getting like a mentor on board, being organized, getting the hard, you know, right copywriter and uh, a good designer, what else can you offer someone? You know, what, what advice can you offer to someone who's listening to this and uh, trying to start in the launch space? Um, man, uh, I see there's a lot of, especially, and I keep bringing up ClickFunnels because it's, it's, that's my bread and butter right now, as far as my main tool that I use for, for the launches for everybody right now at, the, at this time. Um, and the ClickFunnels group is a, is a place on Facebook where people are going and getting a lot of advice from people out of help. Um, so I see a lot of times where somebody will go on there and, and look for, let's say they make a post looking for a designer. You have a launch coming up um, and you go on there, hey, I need a funnel designer uh, who can help me. You're going to blow up your inbox. There's going to be hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of messages in there. Um, and I think the key pr- problem and the key mistake people are making is that they're hiring based on price, uh, mm-hmm. not so much experience, uh, a- any type of uh, credibility they might have. Um, and I think you really need to look at who it is that's bidding on your project, who it is you're hiring, who it is you're picking up, because I think there's a lot of people right now uh, that are calling themselves ex- experts in the field and they're not. Um, and all they're going to do is jam you up more. 
Um, a lot of times I'll have somebody hit me up. I'll give them a quote. They'll tell me it's way too much money. It doesn't hurt me. I have no problem with that, but I'll make it clear to them. If you go with the, let's say the $500 funnel guy, as opposed to the guy that's charging five times that, um, you might end up spending even more money because you're going to end up getting to the point where you realize, Hey, the cheap guy didn't work. Uh, so let me go find the more expensive guy. So now not only did you pay that first guy and wasted those two weeks worth of time, now you're calling, say someone like me, um, and spending, a lot more time with me, uh, last minute to try to get everything up and running. It's going to cost you a lot more money, a lot more time, a lot more, uh, long nights trying to get that up and running and, and going the way it should have gone from the beginning. Great. Ricky, thank you very much, man. Thank you for being on the show. And, uh, hope to definitely. See- I hope I can get you know, the, the screens like yours as well in my studio. <laughs> definitely. And, uh, see you soon, man. Thank All you. right, man. Take care. And that's it for this episode of Launch Legends. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and share more online marketing launch stories, please search for Launch Legends in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.